Mr. Speaker, pursuant to Clause 2A1 of Rule 9, I seek recognition to give notice of my intent to raise a question of the privileges of the House. The form of the resolution is as follows. A resolution censuring Representative Rashida Tlaib for anti-Semitic activity, sympathizing with terrorist organizations, and leading an insurrection at the United States Capitol complex. Whereas in May 2019, Rashida Tlaib said that she celebrated the Holocaust and felt a calming feeling when thinking about the genocide of millions of Jews. Whereas in 2020, Rashida Tlaib retweeted an illustration with the caption, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And this Palestine Liberation Organization PLO slogan has been adopted by Hamas and calls for the elimination of Israel and death to all Jews. Whereas in September 2022, Rashida Tlaib, as a member of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, displayed her disdain for Israel, saying, you cannot claim to hold progressive values, yet back Israel's apartheid government. Whereas instead of denouncing the horrors of Hamas, slaughtering Israelis and demanding the release of all hostages held by Hamas, Rashida Tlaib stated on October 8, 2023, the path to the future must include lifting the blockade, ending the occupation, and dismantling the apartheid system that creates the suffocating, dehumanizing conditions that can lead to resistance. Whereas Rashida Tlaib exhibited her hatred for America by reposting a message on October 12, 2023, blaming America for allowing the deaths of Palestinian babies at the hands of Israel. Whereas Rashida Tlaib led an insurrection at the United States Capitol Complex on October 18, 2023, which put members of Congress, their staffs, and Capitol visitors in danger by shutting down elevators, stairwells, and points of egress while obstructing official business in both the House of Representatives and the Senate, including a for Senate Foreign Affairs Committee hearing. Whereas the insurrection led by Rashida Tlaib was organized by Jewish Voice for Peace, which the Anti-Defamation League calls a radical anti-Israel activist group that advocates for a complete economic, cultural, and academic boycott of the state of Israel, and that believes Israeli policies and actions are motivated by deeply rooted Jewish racial chauvinism and religious supremacism. Whereas members of the Southern Poverty Law Center, a far-left nonprofit organization, were present at the insurrection at the Capitol on October 18, 2023. Whereas several insurrectionists at the Capitol belong to a group messaging chat called Global Intifada, which is the Arabic word for rebellion or uprising and refers to a series of protests and violent riots carried out by Palestinians and Israel during the last century. Whereas by leading an anti-American and anti-Semitic insurrection on October 18, 2023, Rashida Tlaib followed Hezbollah's orders to carry out a day of unprecedented anger following an explosion at a Gazan hospital lying about Israel's responsibility for the attack 
which United States intelligence agencies said was not perpetrated by Israel. And whereas members of Congress who denounce the United States while praising terrorist organizations are unfit to hold office. Now, therefore, be it resolved that Representative Rashida Tlaib be censured. Representative Rashida Tlaib forthwith present herself in the well of the House of Representatives for the pronouncement of censure. And Representative Rashida Tlaib be censured with the public reading of this resolution by the Speaker. I yield back, Mr. Speaker. All right, welcome back on this Friday, end of the week. Thank God, I'm sure everybody's ready to get off and go home. I know I certainly am. Uh, that was Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. Uh, she just introduced legislation to censure Rashida Tlaib as privileged to force the House to vote in two legislative days. Um, Rashida Tlaib, I mean, we all know from the past, and she read some of the stuff that she's done in the past. Um, she definitely uh, is a uh, Palestine sympathizer and uh, anti-Israel, and uh, I think that's a big problem. Is that, you know, we, we keep talking about how broken Congress is, and uh, I think that's your big problem there. I mean, the evil is within. I mean, how could you sympathize with a group of people? Uh, on all accounts, Hamas uh, is the governing body over the Palestinians, and these people, you know, they pillage, they rape, they murder innocent women, men, children, soldiers, civilians, doesn't matter. Just create as much carnage as they can. She would like to see, you know, every every Jew eliminated from the face of the earth. And uh, this anti-Semitism that's been rising in the United States, it's not like it's just recent with this particular conflict. I mean, you go back and listen to even some of my first episodes, it was steadily on the rise back then. You know, different groups of people at different times but it was a consistent theme that all of a sudden this hate for Jewish people was growing in the United States. It's scary, to be honest with you. I mean, look, look what happened to those college kids. You know, four kids. There's a pro-Palestine protest uh, or demonstration. They put these four kids in a library to protect themselves, lock them in there. And you have all these Palestinian supporters at this college you know, slamming into the doors, banging on the windows, trying to trying to scare them. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what the end game was there, if they were able to gain access to them. I mean, what were they going to do? They're going to murder these four innocent people? I mean, was that the plan? Is that the plot? Are we going to tolerate that in the United States? You, know, you want to know how, uh, how things happened in Nazi Germany? It, very similar to what you're seeing right now. I can promise you that. You know, you got to read pre-World War II. You have to understand the people's mindset and you have to see the decades prior to World War II to see the anti-Semitism begin to creep in. And people that, on all accounts, a lot of people that were uh, telling their stories uh, would never think that they would do something like that. Not only did it, but even found themselves being lured to that side to a certain degree until they figured out like, oh, this is, this is just wrong. I, I got to pull myself out of this. This is how it happens. This is how it starts. You know, these college kids are so, and, and again, this is our fault in the system. You know, we don't teach real history. These kids aren't being taught real history. These kids aren't being taught uh, the right way. They're being taught specifically with a curriculum that is designed to lead them in a particular direction. And it's definitely not the right direction. They're, they want them to be liberal. They want them to be uneducated. They want them to think that control is okay, that big government is okay. 
and by any means necessary. Right now we're seeing that. You see all these college kids are so uneducated on this matter. It's, it's mind-boggling. We had to do in-depth studies when I was in school uh, on World War II, on Hitler, on the Jews. We had to know how many people were killed. We really had to get deep in it. You know, that, not anymore. Just like 9-11, they don't teach that either. You know, it all kind of links together with terror. Um, but these kids are so uneducated. And they're, they're standing up for, which, which is even more. <laughs> I, I remember when we had this conflict a few years ago. You know, I, I, I'm pretty sure I posted something about it. I probably did if you go back to my tweets or whatever. But um, I remember that they had the, the uh, gays for Palestine. And I, and I just thought it was hysterical. And I probably even commented it on the show at some point. Um, it just shows how uneducated you are. Do you know what the Palestinians and Hamas would do to gay people? If you're part of that community, you're a transgender, you're a, you're a homosexual, bisexual, you're, you're part of the alphabet people community, you're a woman, do you realize what they would do to you? I mean, first of all, if you're gay or anything like that, they're going to kill you. I Man, it's not, it's not a question of if. It's if they, you go over there, they know you're gay. Yo, we're here to support you guys in all of our rainbow gear. Yay, gays for Palestine. Yeah, you'll be dead. You'll be hanging from somewhere. You'll be set on fire. They'll make a spectacle of you. They will eliminate you from the planet. You're an abomination to them. I mean, this is what you kids are supporting these days. Um, women, you, you're all the girls that are out there screaming for Palestine. You're a third-class citizen or less. I mean, if you're even considered a citizen, you listen to the way that some of these people talk. They look at women as if they're just animals. They have no respect for women at all. You have no privileges. You have no rights. You will do whatever the hell they tell you to do. And if you don't, they reserve the right to kill you. So, I mean, it's astonishing how stupid these kids are in colleges nowadays. It really is. The the, the very thing that they're fighting for, that these kids are talking about... Um, you know, oppression and, and, and freeing people and colonization and colonizing what? What is Israel colonizing? Israel has been since, since the beginning. Read the Bible. You know, these are some of the oldest documents that we have. I'm not saying they are the oldest. They're some of the oldest documents that we have, a collection of them. Israel has just basically always been. Once the land was cut out and and God put it in place, it has just been. So, I mean, they're calling them colonizers. How are they colonizers? You know, when, when do you lose that title? 100 years? 200 years? 500 years? 1,000 years? 2,000? 3,000? Because Israel was before Jesus Christ. Your current time is based upon Jesus Christ's death. Israel was created centuries before that, before his arrival and death. I mean, 3,000, 4,000 years ago? What, what, what colonization are we talking about? Back then, everybody was fighting for turf. Read the Bible. Go specifically into Kings. You go to Kings 1 and Kings 2, give you a rough idea of it is constant war, constant battles, constant land occupying, constantly. It's amazing how stupid and uneducated these kids are. But yet here we are. The anti-Semitism is it's on a rampage right now. 
you know, with the world the way it is, yeah, we are in scary times. We're in scary times because people have forgotten. And when you forget the past, and if you haven't forgotten and you just haven't been taught the past, you're going to repeat the same mistakes. This new generation that's coming up has no idea about the past. And they are starting to do the same mistakes that were made in the past. I mean, the Jewish people have been persecuted since day one. I can't imagine how Jewish Americans feel in, in America today. I grew up around Jewish uh, Jewish people. They're all in my neighborhood. I mean, maybe that's why I don't have a hate towards them. Or maybe it was that since I learned about the Holocaust, it, it really makes you aware that, wow, man, they, they killed millions of these people just because of their faith. Wow, that is, that is that's upsetting. Not because they did anything wrong. Not because they were aggressors. No, simply for their faith. I mean, a Jewish American... Is it, they're Americans. They're, they're no different than you. They have a different faith than you. Just like a Muslim American's different American, they have a different faith than you. They're certainly not the devil. You know, we, we talked a lot about World War III this week. And these are just things that you see that you know the end result. If it continues down this path, we all, or at least the educated people, the ones that have taken the time to learn, we know where this ends. And it doesn't end pretty. And it's especially is not going to end pretty for a bunch of morons that are out there uh, cheering on and supporting a terrorist organization that even hates them. <laughs> it's simply amazing. It is simply amazing. Yeah, all this has to come to an end. You know, I'm glad that we're putting forth some stuff, you know, and she's saying what Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene has said, whatever she had to say about Rashida Tlaib on the floor. I mean, nothing's going to come of it, but at least she puts it out there. And maybe it'll take a moment and let some people think. I would hope that at least some of these people that are claiming, or some of these kids that are claiming that they sympathize with them, I would hope that somebody gets a hold of them and shows them some of the footage. And when you see some of this brutal footage, I'd, I'd re, I, would re, um, I would ask my question again. Do you support Palestine? Do you support that? Watch them kill babies. Watch them kill women. Watch them rape them till they can't be raped anymore. Then kill them. Watch them kill families. Watch them take granny hostage. And she's living on bread and water. She's being abused. And then tell me that that organization, that, that those people, that you support that. That you support that brutality. You support that inhumanity. You support that. Because I don't think these kids even understand what the hell that they're out there throwing up the pro-Palestine sign for. I don't even think they know what the hell they're talking about. Amazing. We don't need to repeat the past. You young, you young, uh, uh, young, uh, I want to say ladies and gentlemen, but uh, when you're like that, it's like you're little boys and little girls still. But you young people need to get your stuff together. And before you go support a cause... You might want to research it a little bit and get a get a pretty good idea of what you're actually supporting because I guarantee you if you took just a little bit amount of time to do your own homework and research it and look into it, you'd probably figure that, yeah, that's probably not the best organization to support. I'll support something else. <sighs> All right. Well, some figures have come out about uh, all of you, uh, you big electric car fans. <laughs> Oh, yeah. 
All right, so what are the true costs of electric cars? There's always a cost to everything, and we always talk about this. You know, everybody's like, well, electric cars, we can get off fossil fuels. You don't use them. Well, that's not true. You still, you, fossil fuels are powering most of our power plants nowadays. So you're still using fossil fuels. And the more power you're pulling from those plants, the more fuel is required to bring the power that you need to support what is being used. So, I mean, a pretty, pretty simple concept here. So the cost is, well, so what are the real costs? Because it, we're just starting to get some better data now of what the real costs are. So the true costs of fueling an electric vehicle, and this would include excess charging costs and subsidies. If we're going to put it in terms of gasoline, so you could figure out your average gallon of gas right now in the United States is what, about $3.50, give or take a gallon for regular gas? Well, the average cost, if you would break it down that way into gallons or comparable to gas or a gallon of gas, uh, comes out to be $17.33 per gallon. This is what a new analysis has shown by all of their data. Um, what, what it is broken down by is cost to EV owners, cost to taxpayers, cost to utility uh, rate payers, and the cost to buyers of gasoline vehicles. So this is all broken down to kind of figure out uh, what is the actual cost of everything. And it's a pretty decent study and breakdown of everything because it has all the subcategories and gives you different ways to look at it. And it just gives you the different costs of everything. So in total, if you add everything up, all the different costs that are associated with your electric vehicle, ultimately it works out to be $17.33 basically per gallon is what they're paying. So that's how much more fuel you're going to need to use if you are if all of america decided okay that's it we are going to stop the show here no more gasoline no more diesel we're going all electric so you go all electric and that's where you're at 17 dollars 33 cents a gallon going forward but these are the same people telling you that it would be so much better for the world uh, for us to go all electric I can't imagine how, unless they're going to come up with some magical power source that is uh, not fossil fuel in the next five, six, seven years, which is doubtful, uh, then we are actually going to be doing more harm to the environment by going all electric than we are currently doing right now. Pretty stupid, no? <laughs> I mean, I think so. I think it's about, I think it's dumb as hell, personally. Um but that's, that's where we're at. It's always good to bring real numbers to people because when everybody wonders, you know, how much more does it cost? You know, not to mention just, just the cost of the cars themselves, they already cost more money. You know, I mean, the cars, you would have to have everybody in America junk whatever you have now because it becomes obsolete. You know, you can't get gas or gas would be some ridiculous number, $100 a gallon where you're obviously not driving it. So they just force you into an electric vehicle. But then you got to make enough money to be able to buy and afford an electric vehicle. Okay, I don't know what maintenance costs are on an electric vehicle. I don't pretend to. I don't own one. I don't care. That's something I haven't looked into. I don't know how expensive or easy they are to repair. You know, but if we just say they're about average, they're about as much as a gasoline vehicle costs, then you know what repairs can cost. 
Um, I know the battery, that's something totally separate. The batteries can cost almost as much as a brand new car. So that's a separate issue all in itself. But beyond the battery, I don't know what else uh, everything costs to repair. Uh, but the cost just in payments on the car alone will crush most people because our interest rates are so high right now because our economy is in the crapper. You start looking at cars. Uh, I mean, a $20,000 car nowadays, if you're just going to put down, say, 5000 bucks and you're going to finance $15,000, you know, you're at about a $300 payment, you know, give or take. All right. If you buy a new electric vehicle, it's double that. You're talking it's a $42,000 vehicle, and depending on your credit and your rates, because you got to remember, not everybody's got excellent credit. You know, a lot of people have average or a little below average, and you go and you get your car loan, you're going to pay a higher rate. You're going to pay six, $700 a month for one car. Most families got to have at least mom and dad having a car, so you got to have at a minimum two, and then, you know, maybe kids are borrowing cars or however it works out, but you got to at least usually have two. You got to have one dad takes to work and at least one more for backup for mom in case of an emergency. You can't just leave her, hang her out to dry and leave her at the house with no car. So you're talking what, $1,200 a month. Then you got insurance on top of that and you could add insurance into it. Maybe you're a good safe driver and your insurance isn't too bad. You could say reasonably between two cars, your estimated cost monthly is 1400 bucks. Hell, that used to be a mortgage payment. I don't know what it is these days, but that used to be a mortgage payment. If $1,400 mortgage payment, I think most people was average 10 years ago, $1,400, $1,500 if you're an average person. Can you afford that in your life on top of all of your other bills, knowing that they would force that upon you? I think most people would say no. I think most people would say, no, I'm not, I ain't interested. I, there's a lot of people like myself, my cars are all paid off. I ain't making no car payments. I ain't trying to make no car payments. <laughs> I don't want to owe anybody nothing. I want to own all my stuff. I'm not interested in owing people money. You know, I'm not interested in giving my money away to the creditors. I'm not interested in them telling me any. I, I, I don't, I'm the kind of person, I don't care about credit scores because I don't live by credit scores. Credit scores, that's just the biggest hustle I've ever seen in my life. Did you know, little plain, simple, easy fact, do you know if you paid all your credit cards off? All your car, your car loans, your credit cards. Do you know that if you shut everything down, you said to yourself, you know, I don't want to get myself in a mess anymore. I, I just don't want the easy access to the money. I, I've been doing great. I'm just going to work with my cash. Let me shut everything down. Shut all my cards off. Cars are paid off. Do you know in six months your credit resets like you have none? So if you, if you had an 800 credit score, now you got to start from scratch. <laughs> it, it's a big hustle. It's a big game. They're just playing a game with you. So me, I'd rather own all my stuff because if I own it, you can't take it. No, nah, that's my truck. There ain't, <laughs> you, there's no reason for you to come here because I don't owe any money. I had the title for it. Have a nice life. So as for me, I don't want no payments. I certainly, you're not forcing me to buy a piece of crap electric vehicle and now I'm stuck making $1,400 worth of payments. No, nah, it ain't happening. Uh, that, to me, that's not freedom. You didn't give me a choice there. You forced me. To me, that, that's the complete opposite of freedom. I'm being dictated to on what I am supposed to be doing. I, I wasn't born in this world free to have somebody try to control me and tell me what to do on the way out. The only person that's allowed to tell me what to do is the Almighty. Beyond Him, I don't want to hear nothing. I'll do what I want, when I want, how I please, and that's it. I'm, not, I'm really not interested in what anybody in Congress has to say to me. I'm not interested in what Uncle Sammy has to say. I'll live my life my way. Thank you.
Uh, and I hope you guys live your life the same way, the way you want to live it. You'll buy what you want. You'll go where you want. You'll eat what you want. You'll be around the people you want. And Uncle Sam has no right to tell you anything else. If you want to be around your family, you're around them. You want to buy and drive certain vehicles, God bless you. Buy whatever, drive whatever you want. And again, I'm not opposed to electric vehicles in that sense. If that's something you want and you buy it because you choose it, because you like it, because you like the way the Teslas look. Hey, man, that's your choice. God bless you. Okay, I wouldn't buy it. That's not my style. But if it's your style, that's cool. I I, I get no hate for you. But you but getting somebody to force it down my throat, we got a big problem. And that's Uncle Sam. My problems with Uncle Sam. It's Friday. Then I'm all done. We're doing good here. This went pretty fast. I didn't even really have to edit anything here. <laughs> Surprising. Uh-huh. If you like what you're hearing, tell some people about me. If you'd like to reach out to me, little, uh, oh no. I got so used to saying Go to one of the social media handles and uh, send me a message. I'll respond back. Beyond that, I hope you have a beautiful weekend with the family. We will do it again on Monday.